Yo, what's going on, buddies? This is the Week 9 Podcast. Jay and I had a really good conversation this week. It was a lot of fun, and we did, you know, we did the typical stuff, the standings, the Week 8 recap, we did the transactions, and then we did the Week 9 predictions, as always, but it was a lot of fun. This was a really good one, and I don't want to let this intro run for too long, so you know why you're here. Just go ahead and take a listen. We'll see you guys um, in the conversation. Uh, Peace. Yo, what's going on, PLC Podcast? We are back again. Another week, another podcast. Jay, what's going on? You know the vibes, bro. You know, just chilling, <laughs> hanging out. It's Tuesday night, our new time, possibly. But, <laughs> right. you know, we're okay. Um, it's been um, a week now since, you know, me and Jordan had our first fight. My jaw's perfectly <laughs> fine now. Um, so, you know, there's always that, you know? Right. No, no concussions. You're good. You're healed up, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we uh, we had to throw down last week, but we're all good. We're back to uh, we're back to uh, to normal. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's funny. Um, but yes, we are back with another episode of the PLC podcast. This is the week nine episode. We are officially like smack dab in the middle of week nine. We only have a few weeks to go. Jay, this is um, we're finishing up the season here. It's getting wild. Yeah. Yeah, bro, it's flying by, you know. There's probably four more weeks left after this. Well, this week included. Yeah. And then there's the last two weeks, man. We're finished. It's crazy, man. I feel like these weeks are just flown by. Like, I feel like I know exactly when we drafted, and it still feels like yesterday I knew every draft pick. Even the ones that aren't on my team, I still feel like I know every <laughs> single one. And it's just crazy, man. You know, we've seen a lot of crazy stuff so far, though. Yeah, no, I agree. It's been... It's been nine weeks since we started, and it's, I don't know, just, it feels like just yesterday, like you said, but, I mean, nine weeks in, that's almost, what, three months, and, uh, and we're almost finished, so, yeah, this is the, this is the fun part of the season, for, for some of us, I guess, others, maybe not so much, but, it's still the rush of a, you know, playoff race and all that good stuff is fun, so, um, all right, well, I guess we'll just jump right in, so the first thing we'll tackle is the standings, so, Jay, did you want to go ahead and tackle the garbage conference i mean the you know the what is it the crown conference i think you had it right the first time to be honest <laughs> but you know yeah i, I guess you know I'll, I'll tackle the scrub conference right. so first off we got zach still in first place still only one loss he's at seven and one 14 points plus one at 16 on a four game win streak he had that rough match against the reese but since then he's really bounced back zach good stuff Speaking of Reese, he's back. He kind of struggled um, heading into the break, then coming out, he kind of had a bit of a slow start. But, you know, he's still 6-2, and two, really good record, 12 points, plus or minus 15. So that high plus minus is really keeping him in that race for first, and he's right behind Zach. Next up, we got Steven, who's having a surprise – not surprise me. I want to say he's having a good season, but no one's really talking about Steven. You know, a lot of people usually talk about Zach – Aries, my Ian, you, like people who are usually up the most times, but Steven, man, he's been, he's been really good. Same record as Aries. You know, he's won four straight, and he has a decent plus minus of 11, and he occupies that third spot. He's been doing really well. In the fourth spot, occupying the first play, and we got Mike. You know, um, this was, was a bit of a rough week for him, but we'll get to that in a bit. But still, Mike's wins have really been extremely dominant so his plus minus is still 15 and that's the second highest in the conference he's tied with Faris in terms of plus minus but that one 
loss coming out this past week really hurts. But again, he's still in contention. And again, his plus minus is the margin was already too high. So it's like a win and a loss from any other top three right now would put him right back up in that top three position. Then in the last playoff spot, we got Jay Wade. Jay Wade's at four and four, eight points, negative two plus minus. Doing good, you know. We got the same record as Wade, but you know, Wade's uh, on an off season, you know. I think uh, it's the case for a lot of us, I feel like. But again, he's still in the fifth place, looking good, so he'll be okay. And then it's interesting, Jordan, because then we have Ty, Justin, and Brian, right, in the outside looking in. They're all tied at three and five, mm-hmm. right? Ty has a plus minus of eight, of negative eight, excuse me. Justin has a plus minus of negative 10, and Brian has a plus minus of negative 11. Now, let's say Jay Wade stumbles a bit, and let's say Ty or Justin or even Brian sneaks out a win. They're automatically, not automatically, but you know, they're, they're now in the mix for the fourth, yeah, the fifth spot. And again, mm-hmm. It's crazy to think about it because it's just like, if you look at this conference, like the tight is already super, the top is already super tight. And then you look at the bottom and it's still really tight. So if Jay Wade maybe just messed up one time and then one of the guys in the bottom three get a win, they're all tied up and, you know, win loss. And depending on how Wade loses or how they might win, they're immediately back up there in that fifth spot. So that's really interesting. I always think that's super cool. You know, I feel like usually. In some seasons, by this time, you already know who, at least the first two people, you know, I feel like I've done standings for a while, and usually by week seven, or the first person to seven wins, usually is the locks up the playoff spot, mm-hmm. but this is still really open, so that's how it's looking in the Crown Conference. Jordan, how's the Armour Conference looking, buddy? Um, Jay, the best conference is looking pretty good. <laughs> And Accurate. I actually do want to, like, so before I jump in, Steven always has just sneaky good seasons, doesn't he? <laughs> like, he's just, he's just quietly putting together an amazing season. Six and two, third in the playoffs, like, third in the, in the standings in his conference. Like, he always just has a sneaky good season. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I How mean, does that happen? Yeah, last season he finished, you know, second overall. Right. I think what, the thing I think with Steven is, that, I don't know, he's, he's, he's not the flashiest. And what I mean by that, in terms, because you know, Stephen, if you're listening, you're extremely fat, bro. Like you're very <laughs> fabulous. But so what I mean by flash, that you know, it's not like, it's not like he's not like putting out these combos. You know, people like a Reese and Jay Wade and Zach. They like these beat up strats, these things like activate these policies, and you know, abilities. No, Stephen doesn't do any of that. He just goes in. He plays his sets, his leech seeds, his toxics, <laughs> his you know. N- no rock moves Tyranitar, his stuff rocks. And it's like, <laughs> we make jokes, but look at his record. Exactly, you know what I mean? so exactly. Like, at the end of the day, you know, again, and his last, his win against Ian, you know, that that was a time win, but a win's still a win. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, no, I just think it is funny. It's like, he's just, he, I don't, I think it's cause he's not like super in your face about it. He's just like, nah, let's just battle. And then he wins. And then uh-huh. next week he's like, eh, let's just battle. And then he wins again. It's exactly. like, and eventually you just get to six wins, only two losses. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, that, the crown conference is fun. You know, all the playoff spots are still open. So it's, it's going to be fun to see what happens in the next few weeks. But yes, moving on to the best conference, the armor conference. Um, 
Ian is in the number one spot with a win-loss record of 6-2, and two, plus minus of 10. And I'm actually, surprisingly, uh, you know, I'm usually in the middle of the pack, but I'm actually in the second spot um, with a record of 5-3 and three and a plus minus of 12. So I'm having a fairly good season. Um, Jay, you actually sneak out of the red and into the number three spot, record of 4-4, four and four, but your plus minus of 8, very respectable. Um, Phil also has a record of 4-4. Four and four. He's on our fourth spot. His plus minus is three, so again, still in the positive. And then Dan, so Dan's had a couple, a rough couple of weeks, a rough last two weeks specifically. Uh -huh. So COVID kind of, you know, did its thing. Um, Dan wasn't really feeling up to, uh, you know, up to battle uh, two weeks ago. And then him and I played last week, and I think we're actually going to talk about that in just a little bit, but I came out on top there. So, you know, that's a rough one to, to lose to. I don't think he was super happy about it. Um, but he's four and four. He's in the fifth place spot, so still in the playoffs. Um, with a plus minus of negative three. Um, then we get into the last three spots. Brendan is currently at three and five uh, with a plus minus of negative eight, but he's knocking on the door of the playoffs. All he needs to do is, you know, win a few more times and and hope for some losses up top, and then he's right in the conversation. So that's awesome to see. Stephen B is one and seven, uh, not statistically eliminated from playoffs just yet, but he definitely needs to win, you know, more than he loses these next four weeks. Um, but one and seven right now. He's in the number seven spot with a plus minus of negative 22. So kind of rough season coming off of a finals appearance last season. Um, but then we have Simon. Simon is still looking for his first win. He's kind of, you know, as evidenced by his his moves this past weekend, his comments this past weekend too. He's kind of, you know, looking to make some moves, try some new things and take this this experience from this season into next season. But he's 0-8 with a plus minus of negative 26 right now. And that is the Armor Conference. And I do want to point out, Technically, nobody is eliminated just yet. Yeah, pretty much. So Simon can still go four and zero with these last four wins or these last four games, right? And then he'd be, you know, four and eight. Um, but if you feel or Dan win another match, then um, then he's out. So it it's you know a tough a tough road. A lot of things have to happen. Actually, like you know, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things have to happen for him to get in. But um, it's still, you know, possible. But, um, but yeah, that's the Armor Conference standings through week nine. Fun stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, as you said, you know, Simon, you're still alive. You know, technically, it's just keep fighting. You know, hopefully, I don't think, you know, he's going to go winless, but just keep fighting. You know, it's just a pride thing at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, but just get in there. Try to pull out that W every week, man. Um, he's been trying, you know. Can't knock him, but sometimes things just don't go your way, man. That's Pokemon, to be honest. Um, Stephen B's also having a really rough season, but he's still not fully eliminated yet. Um, but he's also on the verge of, I want to say, biting the dust. But Stephen B's had a rough couple weeks. You right. know, his his first uh, three matches coming out of midseason haven't exactly been. The cleanest so yeah but again you know things like that happen uh it's pokemon man some some years you have it some years you don't like this year i feel like i don't have it you know Th that's just how it goes you know mm -hmm. yeah man well i mean the uh, fun thing is that this is the regular uh -huh. season you know and if as long as you get into the playoffs the playoffs is like a brand new season everyone starts zero and zero and hey if you can bring it for like what three, four weeks, then you're in pretty good shape. So, I mean, it starts over once you get there. The goal right now is just to get there, so. Exactly. 
But, uh, but yeah, that's week nine. Uh, or excuse me, that's your standings through week nine. So uh, fun stuff. Jay, we are going to jump into the week eight recap. And uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. how do you feel about this week? How do you feel about last week, I guess? Oh, <laughs> uh, felt good. Um, you know, the perfect calls apartment, you know, for both of us, as we'll get to in a bit, was a bit even. Um, you know, I had a good week. That one call that, you know, it's maybe swinging for the fence, but sometimes <laughs> you got to swing, swing the bat for the grand slam, you know, and sometimes you may just strike out. And I struck out, things things happen, but, and, you know, the gap in terms of the regular season picks has gotten bigger, which I definitely didn't want, but, you know, things happen. Right, right. That's, no. that's, we... that's the motto for this podcast. Because there's a lot <laughs> of things that happen for a lot of people this week. You know right, what I right. mean? <laughs> this was not a pretty week in terms of plus one. <laughs> right, right. So. No, for sure. I mean, that's that's just how it goes sometimes, though. But, um, I mean, we're still very respectable in the, the plus, or the, I guess, wins and losses of, of calls that we made correctly. We're still in the, the very positive, which is good. Um. Mm-hmm. But I guess let's just hop right in. So I'll just, uh, I guess, run through the matches real quick. We can kind of, um, I'll throw it to you for, you know, what you think about the matches each week and we'll, uh, or each each match, and then we'll just bust right through this. So the first Hold match. Hold on, Jordan. Week, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Did you get four perfect calls this week? There's um, no way. No, I got yeah, three. Yeah, you got four. No, I got no you got because, because you called Steven. Uh huh. Right? Wait, which Steven? You called the Reefs. And then, and then, and then I beat. Stephen B by three. I didn't beat him by two. I beat him by three. Wait, hold and on. then you called the Brendan and the Simon. Wait a minute, hold on. I might have then, so I don't think I have yours. You won by three. Yeah, so I said. Yeah, what you mean? I swear, that's that's the day of the match. The day after, literally after the match, I texted you and I was like, I think I said like, I think I said like you're welcome. You remember? <laughs> I, I, do I wrote remember you, you it. That. I was like, like you're welcome, and and then you were like, oh. That sounds like that sounds like something I would do. Hold on, um, I gotta check on the drive because I thought I pulled it right from the drive, but maybe not. So hold on, um, if you're listening, just go grab a soul real fast. I didn't smoke him. It was, it was a good match. It was a good match. I have been known to look too quickly at things sometimes, so it's very possible. I mean, if you, I mean, if oh my gosh, you're right. Look at if you look at the the card, that last Pokeball is is red, but it's kind of on the mm-hmm. red, so it's tough to see it. But you're right. <laughs> so yeah, I did get four perfect calls. We'll get into that in a second. But wow, Sheesh. freaking feeling good. Oh my gosh. Oh man, <laughs> this like this season is just this has just not been my season in both. <laughs> competitive and shit all right yeah 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 that's funny oh my gosh that's actually amazing i'm glad you pointed that out before we got into it so um awesome so we'll talk about the the perfect calls in one sec but let's start with the first match so brian versus ty um we're gonna start here we both picked ty you picked ty by three i picked ty by four and brian wins by four so he ruined my perfect week so i was gonna go eight and (laughs) week, but he ruined that um but hey, I mean, props to Brian. Good stuff. I don't think we had a replay of this one, did we, Jay? Yeah, no, we didn't. And I feel like that's been a thing with Ty. I feel like we don't get to see Ty a lot. Like, I'm glad that um, he faced Ian this week. He has me next week. Uh, no, he has me in two weeks. So I'm glad we're going to get to see a bit more of him. But I thought, because I 
think Ty, before going into that week, he had a really good win against who? Yeah, yeah. Well, he had the forfeit against Dan, but I thought there was something before that. No, I think we but, did see something from him on video. Yeah. But I'm like, when I think we saw something. I was like, oh, oh he had a close, not a close win, but he had a good showing against Zach. Like, he put up a good fight. So mm-hmm. that, I was like confident. Brian, like, you don't know when Brian's going to win, like, <laughs> to be honest. Brian just gets these wins just, like, every three weeks. And it's like, it's, he has a really good team. So I guess it wasn't too surprising. But, again, it's hard, man, because these guys, sometimes they're hot, sometimes they're cold. Awesome Katy Perry stuff, you feel me? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Katy Perry's hilarious. I saw a video of her and Quavo, or not Quavo, but like um the Migos on stage, and bro, uh-huh. I was crying. It was hilarious. If you uh if you have a second, look it up. Katy Perry and the Migos on stage, freaking hilarious. You. Absolutely funniest thing ever. Um, but okay, so yeah, we both missed that one, unfortunate, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. So the next match, Kid Sid versus Justin. Jay, you called Kid Sid by three. I called Kid Sid by four, and Kid Sid wins by four. That is the first. Of my perfect calls for the week. <laughs> Jay, any input on this match? Yeah, I was very upset to see that Justin didn't like Dynamax or Snorlax for some mm-hmm. reason. And decided Dynamax is Butterfree. That mm-hmm. that actually pissed me off because I wish he did that against me. <laughs> but it's whatever, I guess. Um, yeah, good job, Steven. As you said before, the Steven's always has these sneaky seasons. Like, he does really good at you know, so props to him. Um, as for Justin, yeah, you know, inconsistency, like I guess, but he's he's okay. I think Justin still has a good team, and he still has a shot, man. He's still in that mix for that fifth crown conference spot. So right, yeah, that'll be exciting to see what he does going forward. Um, so next match, so Zach versus Jay Wade. Um, Jay, you call Zach by three, I call Zach by two, and Zach wins by three. So you actually get the perfect call. Uh, for this one. Nice. So props need, to you. Need that, man. <laughs> Needed that after that huge discovery on my part just a couple minutes ago. But yeah, good job, Jack. <laughs> um, this was probably, I think this was the last match on stream. Um, and this week, I do agree, it was probably the best match that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked really rough for Jay Wade, but then, you know, he pulled out the trick room. You know, he hates trick room, but... That probably would end up saving him from probably getting either five or six oh to be honest, because Zach had a really, really nice looking advantage before the trick room went up. But it was still a really good match, man. So props to both of them. Zach, appreciate you, bro. Thank you for the perfect of call. Wade's gonna be fine. Um again, he still occupies the fifth playoff spot. But uh it's gonna be risky f- of him to, to you know keep going back and forth. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, it's time to stack some wins for sure. And, um, yeah, I, I do remember in chat, or was it, I can't remember if it was Facebook chat, Twitch chat, but, um, but Zach was saying that, yeah, Trick Room, Jay Wade hates it. He's a known hater of Trick Room, um, but it saved him from taking uh-huh. a big L this week, so that's awesome. Jay Wade, try some Trick Room, it's fire. <laughs> um, all right, so the, the fourth match is the Battle of the Brothers, so Mike and Arise. Uh, Jay, you pick Arise by four. Um, I also pick Arise by four, and Arise does, in fact, win by four. And yeah, man, uh-huh. <laughs> perfect call for both of us. Exactly. Yeah, we take those. You know, we'll be honest. We we had the inside details. You know, the battle was. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Either 
I'm think it was, I don't know if it was Monday or Tuesday, but, but last week, again, me and Jordan had the first fights. We took a day to recover. So I think it took place either Tuesday or Monday, and then we both ended up seeing it um, because, like, they posted it about it in the mod chat. And I right. think that's when we saw it. And they were like, oh, okay, might as well just take it the free perfect call. You know, like, why not? Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, this was a bit of a rough watch um, for me personally because I totally feel Mike. Um, if you guys have seen the match, the, his Dynamax Cartana got paralyzed, and then it was stuck in paralysis for two straight turns. Reminded <laughs> me of my match against Jay Wade, and just, again, Pokemon things like that just happened, but it's super rough, especially on your max Pokemon that's even, you know, that's, that's usually in some, like, I don't know, match against Justin, his Gigantamax Snowbacks was a game changer. And, you know, that Cartana could have been a game changer, but those were the two... The three turns used for Max were just stopped by paralysis, man. And yeah, I thought that match could have been closer, but Professor Reese, he pulls out a really big victory against a really good opponent and his brother. So, right. A win is a win, you know? No, absolutely. And yeah, so anytime you, there's not really many ways to stop Dynamax, you know what I mean? But uh, but paralyzing mm-hmm. it on two of the three turns that it's up is, is definitely one way to do it. So that's um, unfortunate. That definitely is. But, um, but, I mean, again, a win is a win, and Reese coming out on the top there is a – that's a big one. Mike is good. So And Mike, I think, was he on a – was he on, like, a six-game winning streak, five-game? Um, Mike started off 0-2, and then he, he, he just had lost his past since. week, right? So, yes, that was his first loss, I believe. Oh, wow. Was that eight? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, six weeks. Jeez, man, that's, that's freaking crazy. So, yeah, that's – Going into that, you know, Reese is good. Five so. weeks, actually. My bad, five. So five, five straight weeks. wins, right? Because he's mm-hmm. five. And, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's almost like, that's a month of winning. You know what I mean? So that's, he stopped that, put a stop to it. So good match there. Uh, the Battle of the Brothers is always fun to keep an eye on. So the next match, Jay versus Stephen B. So, Jay, you felt confident in yourself. You picked yourself by four. I picked you by three, and you won by three. So let me just say thank you first. <laughs> and then any thoughts? You know, shut your ass up. <laughs> no, but for, but for, you know, like, yeah, I could maybe hit recover with Porygon a couple times. <laughs> um, I, you know, this is the first match that I've playtested. I haven't playtested, like, against someone's mock team all season. And I'm like, pretty much what happened in practice happened in the, in the match. So I was really happy about that. I definitely feel like I could have played a bit more aggressive. But, you know, I was I really needed to win, so I'd rather I would, you know, I'd rather just play safe instead. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest moments of the match was, I think, was when I went for the sleep powder on the Togetic and he protected. And then I think he got a try attack off, mm-hmm. and it paralysis. Of course, you know my favorite status paralysis on my Venusaur, so that kind of stopped my whole sleep powder, <laughs> you know, shenanigan. Right. And for those. For those of you who were like, but Jay, electric terrain was up, so you couldn't put the token to, to sleep. Guess what? Terrain doesn't work on flying types. Right. So right. no, that was not a misclick. That was a 5,000 <laughs> IQ play on my part. Right. And I would have busted his ass by at least five <laughs> if that didn't happen. That's all I'm saying. I will stick to that claim. But no, nah, you know, probably, you know, I think Stephen B definitely learned. Um, he had a rough week last week. So I think uh, the Zergatry leader, I kind of saw coming, but besides that, I think, you know, he has a lot of potential just like, just, I don't want to say play smart, because it's, it's hard to like say play smart and then you get in situations and you get like flustered, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But 
He'll be okay. Right. Um, again, do I think playoffs is the thing for him this year? Possibly, maybe, but I think if he loses this week, it's if we're. Um, but besides that, you know, I don't think he's a. I think he's playing bad. Just you know, just yeah. a couple misplays. I'll say because I'm trying to be more nice. Right. So. Well, no, I mean, I absolutely agree with you. Like, if you go back two weeks, so he Dynamaxes Zerkatry. Um, who's his opponent two weeks ago? Was it Mike? Mike? Okay, so yeah. So going back two weeks, he Dynamaxes Zerkatry turn one, and it takes a fat, is it huge power choice banded earthquake, and goes down, uh-huh. you know, turn one, you lose your Dynamax. That's not fun. Um, and then against you, he loses Zerkatry. He doesn't Dynamax at this time, but he loses it to a, what was it? It was a wicked blow and a what's it called? Electro web? Was that what it was? Hello? <laughs> I think we lost Jay, guys. Hold on, hold on. Um, or actually, I think Jay's still there, but we've been through this before. And we're back. Jay, you there? Oh my goodness, what's going on? <clears throat> Oh, there we go. Really good. Yeah, Jay. Like Jay, we... I was about to say. Because, <laughs> bro, I, I, was, I was moving on. I was like, all right, Joe's like gone, but no, for still recording. I guess I'll do the next one. Well, no, I couldn't hear you at all. Like, I didn't know what was going on. Um, really? I'm like, like, you know, the little, like, little circle in Discord, and then like when you talk, yeah, yeah. like the green thing, like lights up. Right. Yeah, I was lighting up. So I was like, oh, okay, it's lit. I guess not. That's know. funny. Well, at least I know I can count on you. So you you looked at it and you assessed the situation and you were like, "All right, I got this." Yeah, you know, <laughs> Jordan just got cat, abducted by aliens. The, <laughs> exactly. You know, if the thing's still recording, I guess I'll you know keep going. I was no, talking it makes about, sense. Yeah, talking yeah. about your match against uh, Den, you win that comfortably by five. How how that feel? Um. Yeah. So that was actually. Um, that I mean, I didn't really have a chance to put as much plan and preparation into the match, but I looked at his team, I gave it a once-over, and I was like, all right, one, there's no dark types, so that's good. Um, and that was kind of all I decided on. I was like, all right, let's do this. So it actually goes back two weeks ago in, in that match as well um, against Reese, a non-special attack-invested Hatterene, not Hatterene, but uh, Indeedy, in Psychic Terrain, with Expanding Force, did like 40 to 50% to a Rotom Wash. And I was like, yo, if it's doing that much to Rotom, not invested at all in the Special Attack, what if I slap a Life Orb on there, boost its Special Attack up like crazy, run a Modest Nature, and just get really fast and just try to hit really hard? And that's exactly what happened. So that was unfortunate because Dan, you know, I don't know if Dan would have seen that coming, but to be fair, I don't know if a lot of people would have seen that coming because... You know, that's just kind of an unconventional strategy, but it worked out. So I was pretty happy with that. So, um, yeah, I, man. <laughs> what did you think about it? Yeah, you know, that, yeah, I'm like, just head expanding force at the time. <laughs> but I'm like, it was working. It was putting good damage. You know, unfortunately, I don't know if Trick Room was up for the final turns, but um, Dan still had his Needle King, but he did forfeit. Mm-hmm. Um, not a good look, to be completely honest. Um, <laughs> But I guess, you know, when you got, listen, when you got your ass whooped like that, I guess that, that's what you want to do. I respect it. No, in fact, no, I don't respect it. But, you know, I, I get it, you know. But, you know, I don't know. I just thought that was a bit of a punk out. But I mean, there's been times where, 
Yeah. Like, well, Stephen B, my match versus Stephen B, like, what, a month ago now? Week three, week four, week five, maybe? I just was like, all right, bro, I lost. Uh, there was a lot of things that didn't go in my favor, and I was like, all right, whatever. Match is over, peace, I'm out. And that's kind of how the video yeah. ended. <laughs> but I yeah, but stuck it's like, it out, though. But yeah. like you got to gotta at least, like, take the L for the victory screen. Like, at least, you know, like, at least don't... If that's if this is like a thing in like the PLC now, I'm just like, yo, you guys are, guys are kind of soft, bro. Like, just <laughs> it's like it's so like, in, like I'll do it in practice matches because you know, f f you, you know, I'm not seeing my boy <laughs> die in a practice match. But it's like we've never had a forfeit. The, these past two weeks are the first times that we've ever had forfeits. Yeah, right, the matches right. were pretty much done, but it's just like. I don't know, it's just a bad look, and it's not very sportsmanlike in my opinion. Yeah, just stick it out, you know, take the L real quick, and, and move on. You know, it's not fun, but... You know, that guy has ass clapped by that Ndidi. He's like, what? <laughs> that, was, that was funny. Yo, Ndidi put in work. I was pretty happy with Ndidi, so... Um, but yeah, so that was my match versus Dan. Uh, Jay, you called it by three in my favor. I called it in my favor by two, and I won by five. So we didn't get a perfect call there, but we both did get that correctly, so... Let's just hop into the next two matches to finish up the week. So Phil fights Ian. Jay, you call Ian by four. I call Ian by four as well. And Ian ends up winning by five. So that's actually, mm-hmm. that's a big margin. Yeah, man. I This was actually the one match that I didn't see, um, if I'm completely honest. So mm-hmm. I, told, I don't know exactly what happened. I heard that Phil was really hard on himself again. Um, again, it's Pokemon sometimes. You just got to make the choices, man. You have to live with the results. You know, it might not be the results you want, but it's like, that's just how it goes. Once you make the move, you can't take it back. It's not like Showdown, but right. again, things like that just happen. Um, for Ian, I thought this was a really good win for him because uh, the, the time I lost against Steven, I guess, well, could have been up for debate because I still thought maybe he had a chance to win. And maybe, or at least lower the, the plus minus, you know, margin. Mm-hmm. But I think this was really good because uh, I feel like this kind of eliminates that loss. Not in the win-loss column and the plus minus because, again, it was only minus one. But then if you got plus five the very next week, he's in really good shape. And it shows, you know, first place, best record in the armor conference. So good stuff, Ian. Right. And again, Phil. Um, also, Phil, uh Big congratulations. I don't know if it's today. Was that today or was it yesterday where um, um, Phil's a brand new father? I think it's today, right? I think it might have been, yeah. I think it might have been. Yeah. Because um, I yeah. saw a message. I remember, was that yesterday or was that early in the morning today? It was, I think it was early in the morning today. Brand new father, mm-hmm. you know, Phil to yep. a baby boy. Yep. Big congratulations. Huge you know, congrats. To the new PLC dad. Yeah, for sure. No, that's huge. That is big. So, Phil, congrats. That's incredible um changes your life and um it changes your life for the better and we're super excited for you that's awesome um but yeah the match <laughs> match last week eh, it wasn't great <laughs> so on, on a less <laughs> on a less positive note um i can't remember exactly what happened either i was actually looking at this match in like as it was you know finished i wanted to see the results before even the stream on sunday because I was just keeping an eye on on standings, right? I was just like, all right, they're both ahead of me right now. I want to see how this plays out. And um, so I actually think I saw this one um, a little bit before Sunday. But I can't remember exactly what happened. But I think Ian had a few, like, strong turns right up front. I do remember that being the case. 
where um, after uh-huh. I see like saw the first two three turns, I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of tilting in Ian's favor. I can't remember exactly what happened, but um, but I do remember thinking that when I saw it. So, uh, sorry, I can't go like into super great detail, but Ian wins by five, big margin there. Um, we both get the call correctly, but not perfect. And the last match of the week is Brendan versus Simon. So Simon was still looking for his first win. Uh, Jay, you actually predicted that he would get it last week. You called Simon by two. I called Brendan by three. And Brendan won by three. So my last perfect call of the week. Um, Four, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) That actually is wild and crazy. I didn't realize that. And, um, yeah, if Ty would have come through, I would have had a perfect week. And then that would have been fire. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been crazy. But Brian... Shout out Ty. Um, You know, real fast. (laughs) No, Brian decided, you know, he he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to win this week. Jordan's going to 8 no? No, not on my watch. So, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that wraps up the week. So, Jay, you finished this week at 6-2, and two, um, and bringing your total year-to-date win-loss to 44 correct calls, 19 incorrect. I finished the week mm-hmm. at 7-1, and one, um, 47 year-to-date correct calls, and 16 incorrect. So really, it's just three games that separate us. Um, but it's fun I think stuff. you so got fun. it, man, to be honest, unless like someone just comes out of nowhere and like, surprises us. But yeah, I think that's the, the, the Brendan-Simon call is probably like my, me shooting myself in the foot. But at the same time, as I said, you got to swing for the home run. But I keep using baseball metaphors only because... <laughs> <laughs> baseball players, out of every major sport, baseball players are the people who fail the most. You're not always going to get a hit. Hey, it's true. You know what I mean? And your average will never a 500. So you're not. So that means when, most times when, you, when, when you're at bat, you're not going to get it. You know what I mean? Very true. Just something to think about. So, you know, that was just, you know, that, that was a swing and a miss. I'm sorry, Simon. Um... I thought Simon had it. To be, I was like, oh, he's got talking to a Reese, talking to Zach. He has it. But apparently um, an imprison was not used, even though the trick room was obvious via team preview. It's okay, Simon. Just for the next time, imprison the trick room setter. I'm pretty sure you'll do better. Right. It's okay. Yeah, Simon, your team is it's kind of struggles against trick room too. So when you see a team that has, you know, Dusclops and a few really slow Pokemon, you know, just... Just know that it's coming for sure, and um, well, not for sure. I mean, nothing's guaranteed, but you'll likely see it and uh, try to prep accordingly. But yeah, fun stuff. Jay, you want to talk about perfect calls real quick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Jordan with the four match perfect call this week. Good on him. There was a there was a decent gap. That gap is pretty much done now. <laughs> um, yeah, so. With, with Jordan having, let me see, four perfect calls, we are both tied at 12, at 13 now. You know, um, I had two, yeah, four this week. I originally was up by three. And then with the two I got this week and then his four, um, we're now tied, I'm pretty sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So I have 13, and then, you, and then you didn't include the four perfect call on the note. So that's 13 each. Right. So now it's anybody's game. Um hate you all whoever didn't you know <laughs> come through for me um for those who did win the match but didn't give me the margin um i hate you too but <laughs> i get it i guess and yeah man so we're tied 13 13 
not the perfect call thing is just anybody's game at this point, man. Yeah, no, I agree. It is going to be fun to see how that shapes out. If you think about it, we have eight, you know, eight opportunities each week. Uh, we have four weeks to go, so that's what twenty, no, thirty-two opportunities to. I mean, you're not going to get thirty-two perfect calls, but thirty-two opportunities to do it. So it's 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 still a lot of room to shake up the uh, the tie right now. So it'll be fun to keep an eye on, as will a lot of things as the season comes to a close. Um, but all right, so that's it for the week eight recap. Um, I guess the next thing we want to jump into is the weekend wires and or the weekend wire and trades. Um, Jay, anything else before we you know jump into that? Uh, nah, this was a, again in terms of plus minus. This was a pretty rough week for a lot of people, but everyone has those weeks, you know. Again, there's still f- f- four matches to play, mm-hmm. so no one's completely you know. I don't want to say eliminated, you know, like. Just some, you know, people, you know, some people are hanging by a thread, and the thread could be, you know, broken this week. But besides that, it's like, you know, there's still a lot to fight for, you know. So pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and, you know, you'll be all right. Absolutely. No, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, but all right. So let's hop into the weekend's transactions. And um, I guess I'll kick us off real quick. I didn't make a transaction this week, so I'll start with Reese. Who drops Gengar for Delmize? Um, I actually really like this transaction. I think you um, probably like it more than I do <laughs> for reasons we'll get into in just a little bit. But I actually do like it because Delmize is really, really fire. Um, its attack stat, I can't remember exactly what it is right now, is really high. And its speed stat is really low, which means it is a perfect Pokemon for Trick Room. And I actually used it on my team last year for a period in time. I think I choice banded it a few times. And uh, and yeah, when it's in Trick Room, it can hit really hard. And that's what it's there for. So I actually like the move. You know, you're, you're dropping a, uh, like a really fast Mon, picking up a really slow Mon. Um, and I like the transaction. I do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, so Delmas, Reese has this thing where he like picks up... Pokemon for a week and then usually drops to one does the job. I think Delmize kind of fits that though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think again, I don't think he's gonna keep it. But again, as Jordan said, Delmize is a really for me really good in the trick room. Um, base one thirty one attack physical attack decent. Not the greatest HP, you know, base seventy, but one hundred defense, nice switch defense. So it has decent bulk. And you know, I wish Game Freak would do like these abilities. Just a bit more because like i like pokemon i don't know i like pokemon have like these weird kinks i guess or like <laughs> um quirks you know mm-hmm. what i mean yep. yeah 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 like maybe kinks wasn't the best word well, kinks like, is a good it's yeah. a good word for delmas because it has like the chain the anchor get it <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like, pretty I'm funny like, for is the best word. that's funny. but you know like this thing where it's like kind of like triple stab almost, which is pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know, because it gets, you know, steel work or increases steel moves by 50%, and Delmas gets Anchor Shot. I don't know if that's an exclusive, I'm pretty sure Anchor Shot's, like, an exclusive move to it only. I have to, like, double-check to be sure, but I always thought, like, the the animation of Anchor Shot's really cool. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Jordan. Just, oh, yeah. It's, it's like a... No, it's S-tier. <laughs> and it's, like, base 80, and then it's, like, you stops them from fleeing too so that could be super handy in certain cases maybe like anchor shot something and then like maybe set up like a source dance or like a bulk up i don't know what what dumb has got so i'm assuming it gets source 
you know, it's an anchor. You know, <laughs> you, you, I don't know. I still, I guess. But yeah, pretty cool. Before one, and I don't think it's staying long, but I really still like the move. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely do. Next up, we got Jay Way dropping Cryogonal, picking up Cobble Tops. Um, I like Cryogonal for Jay Way's team going stuff for like he could have done something with like um, Cryogonal gets, I believe, Frost Breath, right? So Frost Breath, Jordan always crits, right? And Jordan, um, Jay Way had Taurus. Mm-hmm. I don't, is Taurus still on his team, actually? Uh, nope, Taurus is, is on the team? wire. Okay, but I'm like, you know, he could have done something where it was like he frost-breathed his Taurus to activate Anger Point, and then, you know, maybe Max. You know, that's what I thought he was going to do, because Jay Wade likes to do, like, those little combos. But I get it. You know, he, with Cryogonal, he had three ice types. Um, he had Lapras, Weavile, and then Cryogonal, so that's a really big fighting weakness. So, him dropping it, I get it. And then picking up Cobble Tops, still... Weak to fighting, but I like Cobble Tops, man. Super fast, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is Cobble Tops fast? I can't no. remember if Cobble Tops fast. I know, I know it's like Swift Swift, but right, I don't remember right. if it's like fast. Well, I mean, it's base 80, so it's not super quick, but under Swift Swift, oh, okay. it's pretty fast. So, yeah, you know, he has lockers. Um, He could probably max Geyser. You know, maybe have it waiting in the back. I feel like that's going to be its role. A late cleanup type of Pokemon once the Max Geyser is up once he has you know the G-Max Residence up all that fun stuff I think that's when we'll see kind of the top shine um but yeah I like the move um Ice for me has always been a really weird typing I feel like offensively it's decently it's okay but defensively I don't know Ice has a lot of weird weaknesses and doesn't like resist a lot, right? Which was like super weird to me, but I like move for JYC. How about you, Jordan? Um, yeah, I actually do too. So, with him having Lapras, Lapras is you know, I have a lot of experience with Lapras, <laughs> uh, playing it so many weeks last year. Um, and that's typically like even if your opponent knows that's going to be the max target, it's still really nasty, you know what I mean? So, for it to be your max target in the majority of your matches. And you're likely going to want to, you know, set up the Aurora Veil one turn, naturally. Um, and then a lot of times you do want to set up the rain just because, you know, you're getting stab on that. Um, it, let's say they have something that's, you know, not weak to ice, but it will take either neutral or super effective damage from water. You're definitely going to want to max geyser. So you're going to set up rain. And like you said, Kabutops in the back can just come in and do whatever it does. You know, it can liquidation things in the back. It'll have access to rock slide. Um I'm sure it probably gets some ground-type coverage as well. So I think the move is pretty sick. I like it. And, um, yeah, Cryogonal, is, it's cool, but it's uh, but it's not it's not Kabutops cool, so. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes, oh, let me get back to the transactions, actually. Um, so, yes, I like the move overall. Uh, the next one is Zack. So Zack drops Halucha and picks up Bronzong. So in a vacuum... This is one of those transactions where you're dropping a good Pokemon, you're picking up a good Pokemon. Um, Halucha is a little bit more flashy, so it looks cooler. It's, you know, it's super offensive, it's fast, it can hit hard, it can double its speed, it can do all of these really flashy things, so that's awesome. 
Bronzong is kind of unassuming in how it looks. It's just a, a big old bell looking thing. But it's nasty, you know what I mean? So it's either going to run heatproof or levitate. So one of its weaknesses is going to be effectively like nullified by either its ability, or actually by its ability, depending on which one you're running. And the problem is, you don't know which one it's running until, you know, you attack into it. Um, and even then, you might not even really find out uh, if you don't know your damage calcs or if you don't use, you know, if you miss an earthquake, then naturally you know it's running levitate. But that, like, just not knowing until you attack into it is, it's a benefit that it has. Um, and it's a really good Trick Room Pokemon. So it's actually probably one of the best Trick Room Pokemon. Um, it's pretty sick. It's a really good Pokemon. So, again, you drop a fast Pokemon, you pick up a really slow Pokemon, and on Zach's team, um, he's got this nice little Trick Room core coming along. So people definitely have to take that into consideration. He has, what, one, two, three... I guess Mew could also set, so I mean, four Trick Room setters, and they could all take advantage of it too, so it's a really good pickup for him, I really like that. Yeah, pretty much, you know, as you said, great on their Trick Room, um, adds to a really great Trick Room core, and I think Halucha was kind of like that thing that was kind of standing out, um, you know, it was like his last pick overall <laughs> right. you know if you think back to the draft like his final pick it did have an asterisk and i don't think anybody really wanted to trade for halucha like it's a good pokemon but like, i think it's better without its asterisk you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you know again i felt like it was just there I don't, i'm not sure if zach brought, i think zach brought it once um zach if you then correct me i think i just remember once i guess it was against like brendan and that was when he i think hit the close combat crit on on the Dynamax Agron, and that pretty much <laughs> killed Brendan's chance Which of winning that match. But... Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. No, I just mm -hmm. that's a shame. You're you're right. I think that is the uh, yeah. Man, I think that that was the match. I think he ran like a coaching side as well. He had like a seed. Was that correct me from wrong? But yeah, I think Bronzong adds even more bulk to the really bulky trick room setters. So good stuff, Zach. I like the move. Next up, we have Brendan dropping Vanellix, picking up Noivern. Like it, you know, I think if you're going to run a weather, I think you should try to go all in for it. I don't think Brendan really wants to go all in for Hale. He has sand. And I like Noivern. It could set up Tailwind for him when he doesn't want to run Trick Room. And yeah, man, I like Noivern because it's like, I think Frisk is a really underrated ability and double I know like VGC it's like kind of popular but first being able to like you know look at someone's items that, that that's clutch bro because you know exactly what you're heading into and all that fun stuff right now I mean this is a good pickup for him so you mentioned he has sand and he's really got like the sand components already around um Gigalith so it's like yeah I mean two weathers is okay cool you have two weathers but at the end of the day like your opponent's going to bring their weather, and, I mean, you have your weather. It's, it doesn't really matter if you have two. So, I don't know. I just think that this is a really good pickup for him, too. I agree. Noivern has the Trick Room option, um, so that's... Not the Trick Room, excuse me, Tailwind. So, it has the Tailwind option, um, so you can go really fast. And, um, I mean, I, I like it better than Vanillux, just in general. So, I like the transaction for him. But, um, but yeah, so Phil drops Naganadel for Buzzwool. Um, I actually don't really know too much about Naganadel. I just looked up its stats. It looks like it's base 121 speed. 
so it's fast. It's base 127 special attack, so it's, you know, very strong, especially. Um, but it's, outside of that, it's, stats are garbage. It's like 70 across the board or something like that. So it's really there, you know, for one thing. I'm going to hit you, hit you hard. I'm going to hit you with a special, special move that's really hard, and I'm probably going to, you know, either go down to my Focus Sash or I'm going to die in this turn. Um, so it's kind of there for one reason. And that's really not the best to have in 6v6 doubles. Um, but then you look at Buzzwool, and Buzzwool is not very popular from the VGC standpoint. It's not very popular because Max Airstream is so popular, and it's four times weak to flying. You know what I mean? So oftentimes people are going to bring Max Airstream to boost their speed. And in our meta, that's kind of true as well. Um, and Buzzwool is going to go down to any flying type move. Um, I guess technically fly is physical, and it's base defense is pretty high but again that four times weakness i think it's going down regardless so that's the only thing that's not great about it but um it is you know the defense is really high so base 139 i think it was um special defense not so much but it is tanky at least on the defensive side so it can you know stand in take a, a defensive hit and maybe hit back a few turns but i mean i don't know i think it's a an interesting transaction i think it's all right it's it's okay <laughs> That's kind of my thoughts. Yeah, let me... I'm actually taking this time. All right, Jordan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the showdown calculator, and I want to see what a jolly no-attack-investment crowbat with Braidbird does to a buzz wall. I'm just no. going to pull a random buzz wall. So it kills. Let's go with physical wall. Okay. My, money is so, on, my money is on uh -huh. 127% to 139%. Tell me how close I am. Okay. All right. So, so this set, right? Buzzle set that I pulled from, from Showdown. Mm -hmm. Level fifty. Yep. It's two hundred and fifty-two EVs in HP. Mm -hmm. hundred and forty-four EVs in defense. Ooh. Now this Crobat is jolly, right? Mm -hmm. And it has no attack investment. Mm -hmm. A Brave Bird does 72 to 85%. Okay, so I was a little off, right. but... But... Yeah. Let's take zero, and let's put 10. <laughs> right? Again, you know, this doesn't do that much. Still, it doesn't increase it, but it's like... Well, I think... So I don't think Phil's gonna run... I don't think Phil's gonna run a defensive... Right, right, right. Oh. Take you know um, I mean? take those defensive EVs out. I'm curious if it's just 252 right. HP because that's I mean I can see that, but zero defensive. Just 252 HP. Right, right. All right, with ten EVs in attack. Uh, yeah, on Crobat. All right, it does eighty to ninety-seven point one percent. Okay, so it's still getting it down to next to nothing. You know what I mean? But it's still getting clapped by like, and it's just like imagine. Even if I go to 50, like, 50 EVs, it's probably going to die. Yeah. Uh, so, well, 18.8% chance of Elko. I don't know how I feel about this move. The thing with, like, Ultra Beasts is that they usually have extremely high stats mm -hmm. in certain things, but then there's one stat that's always extremely low. Right. Like, below 60. With Kartana, it's the special defense. With Fermosa, it's a defense. You know, with Stack Attack, it's, it's like speed, but it's like Stack Attack doesn't need speed. You know right. what I mean? So, I think that the UBs weren't built the same, <laughs> to be honest. Like, like for example, like Celestila is based like one, 107, 110 across like all four 
stats except for like speed and nothing HP. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I don't know because I feel like Buzzball's high risk, high reward because you can get it going, get boost like the boosts keep coming in, then it's just like, yeah, it could work, because the thing hits like a truck, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. But, I don't know, man. But at the same time, like, Naganadel's on the opposite end of that spectrum, where it's, maybe not the opposite end, but it's on that spectrum where it's like, it's still a, you know, a Ultra Beast, and if it gets going, it's gonna, that special attack's gonna increase, and it's just gonna start rolling through you, so, I don't know, it's, it's kind of, Ultra Beasts kind of have that, High risk, high reward, like you said. But um, but yeah, Buzzwell, uh-huh. just the four times weakness to... Everyone wants to run max airstream in some capacity, you know what I mean? Because it's such a... It boosts your speed. That's really clutch. So I think people are going to be more inclined to do that now, and I don't think that's really going to work in Buzzwell's favor at all. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if... if he, like, if... I think Phil, like... He made the drop for a reason. So I'm going to have right, faith right. in him until I'm proved wrong. Very true. But it's a weird drop for me. Yeah. But, again, we'll, we'll see how it pays off. For sure. Absolutely. Next up, we got Ty dropping man side, picking box toe. Um, I will say that um, I consider man side like... Let me see. Let like me see. garbage? I think we always do sports references. Hold on, I'm trying to think of something different. I think we always do sports references. Man, I'm like, let me just, I'm trying to think the anime guys. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and okay. knock that out. I'm going to give you a few, um, while you're thinking of that, I just want to drop a few names, a few sports names. Okay. Manton is okay. Kwame Brown. Um, <laughs> Anthony Bennett. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Bennett. Um, what else can uh-huh. we think of? Let's try to get some football stuff. Um, and Manton is Josh Rosen. <laughs> he's still got, Whoa, <laughs> he's still wow, got time. He's still young. Yeah, he's, he's still, still young. young. He can still turn his career around. But, um, but yeah, we'll just say Josh Rosen for now. Yeah, Manton is, is trash. Um, but go ahead. Go ahead and do your thing because I have my thoughts what I want to share after. So. Oh, I'm trying, I'm still trying to, it's hard, man. Cause I'm like, <laughs> all right. Um, for, damn, like, Krillin? Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. Nah, 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 because I'm like, the thing about Krillin is that Krillin is super, super disrespected for no reason, as if he's not, like, the strongest human That's on true. that planet. That's true. That's a good point. I don't care. That's a good care. point. Let me see. Oh, okay, I got it. Mantine and Jordan, I don't know if you're going to get to reference. I might not, but it's okay. Mantine is um, 10-10. From Naruto, if you if if you watch Naruto, you get it. Cause I'm like everyone from that generation puts in work, except for Ten <laughs> I don't remember when the last the one time I saw Ten Ten fight was when she got clapped oh, no. by that girl from the Sand Village. That's all. I saw. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm saying. You know, I don't think Mantine had any business, you know, be, being on his team. I'm surprised. That was a high pick, too. bro. I agree. 100%. You know what I mean? And I'm. I remember, like, in the, like, when we first started, I remember me and you were like, well, you know, how's the friends? You know, he's access to Selway. He didn't bring that <laughs> shit. He didn't bring that shit not once. <laughs> oh, my God. He got Jack Knight, and he never brought that time. That's too I funny. I was like, what was that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Bro, I forgot Matt Sai was on the team. <laughs> 
Bro, when I saw the transaction, oh, listen, when I was uh-huh. updating the transactions, like, you know, you go through, you look at the Facebook post, you comment them on the sheet, and blah, blah, blah. I put Manton. I was like, bro, I thought we bin dropped all these Pokemon. <laughs> I thought we bin dropped all these tears, these terrible Pokemon. Oh, my gosh. Bro, you have which of Diddy when like he's looking at the one dollar <laughs> bill, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Is right, that, right. Not, is that not what that just felt like? Absolutely. Like, what the hell? Bro, what man time uh, in the week nine? I absolutely 100 percent agree with you, bro. Ty, you should have been dropped this, and um, yeah, bro, this pick this transaction for what it's worth is like one of the best transactions in league history because you are dropping man time. And you are picking up Gothitelle. You know what I mean? So it's like you're literally yeah. dropping Mantine and you're picking up Gothitelle. The transaction itself is beautiful. We absolutely love it. But it's just funny that Mantine is stuck around to this point. <laughs> it's like a it's like a uh Gasol to the Lakers. Oh my the, gosh, the that's Kwame, exactly what it is. Kwame Brown trade. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is. The Lakers picked up Powell for nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That's exactly what it is. That is too funny. Yeah, man, and with Ty, it's like he has a couple, I don't want to say slow pokes, but he has Spirit too. He has um, All Creamy, who I think could shine and trick him. If he wants to maybe run some minus speed natures on a couple of things, probably nothing towards the top of his team, but it's like, you know, Gato has access to him, to Frisk, has access to Shadow Tag mm-hmm. as well, if he wants to be like really, you know, creative and like lock people in and start, you know, like setting up for like dragon dances and all that fun stuff, sword right. dances and all that, all, all that right, cool right. stuff. Does mm-hmm. Gato get Frisk? I'm trying to remember now because I'm trying to think. I love Gato, man. It's like one of my favorite Gen 5 Pokemon. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I think this, we can check real fast, but I know it has Fake Out as well, so... You're going to go in Gothitelle, um, Frisk, yeah, Frisk, Competitive, and Shadow Tag. So, you have, yeah, a, lot of, so, have a lot of options there. And I forgot about Competitive, and it's just like, in a, in a max format, that could be super clutch, you know, right. in the right scenario, and Gothitelle, those little Grace Portal, that's decent, decent bulk, not really in the HP, but it's like 95 defense, 110 special defense, that's not bad at all. Again, right. it's just super slow, you know, right, right. It doesn't hit the hardest, but, you know, it's not an offensive threat. It's, it's like, Gato is just there to be annoying, and if you don't deal with it, you're not going to have a fun time. Right. You know what I mean? No, I think you, you can go in, you can fake out. I think you can probably ally switch. Ally switch gets, you know, everything learns it, so I'm pretty sure you can do that. But, I mean, yeah, Gothitelle is a pain in the butt and um, a really good Pokemon. So this is a really good transaction tie. You should have dropped Mantine seven weeks ago, though. <laughs> Uh-huh. That is too funny. We thought the same thing. That's hilarious. Um, oh my gosh! I think that was actually mine. Or was that yours, Jay? Who's who? Yeah. Out? Oh, actually, Jay, your your transaction is next. So I'll let you go ahead and take lead on that. Go ahead and and let us yeah, know man. Final transaction for weekend eight point five was me. I dropped Heliolus and I picked up Gengar. Um, Jordan, if you know. Um, you know, when I first traded Reese Gengar, there was a little bit of hesitation, just kind of regretting it. Not gonna lie, I really wanted to make Heliolus work. I just felt like I just, in terms of matchups, though, probably against Justin would probably be like the ideal 
chance for it to shine. Unfortunately, it just didn't go that way. And I think the one time to bring it was against Brian. That's when the hit on Lee, normal gem, like all that. Mm, yeah. Bull. Yes, <laughs> happened. But, right. you know, it, it got clapped. And, you know, that, again, things like that just happened. You know, I just felt like it wasn't working out. So I was like, yeah. I saw Gengar was there. And I was like, bro, like, Gengar was putting in a fair amount of work for me when, like, I dropped it. Or when I traded it, because I just wanted to like switch some things around. So I felt like I needed some more physical attackers, but now I feel like I have that. So it's like, why not bring Dingar back? You know what I mean? Right, right. No, I mean I like the move for you. Um, I'm scary that he, or I'm scared, not scary, but I'm scared that Heliolisk is sitting out there, um, because I know what it did to my lappers last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's going right. A receiving studies like yeah. that's going right back to me. Right, next right. Weekend. And I 100% believe that. And um. Yeah, for those that don't know, Heliolisk, I Dynamaxed Lapras, G-Maxed it, um, and Heliolisk in Sun, so it's got solar power. Um, I, think it, I think it maxed Lightning to me. I'm not sure if it was even max, but it absolutely one-shot me, and I, my f I was, like, floored. I was like, holy crap, I've never seen Lapras go down like that, and um, ever since then, Heliolisk gives me nightmares. So, seeing it go back to Arise probably next weekend is not going to be fun. Um, I would pick it up just to troll, but um, but I can't do anything with it, so I'm probably not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want Arise to have it, to be fun. to be completely honest, but um, I can't do anything with that, so I'm not going to do that. But um, but yeah, I think the, the move was good for you. Gengar's nice. Gengar's nasty, so. Um, thank you, thank you, man. But yeah, so that's the end of the waiver picks, the, you know, the drops and the ads. There were two trades. So the first, um, Phil traded Marowak Kanto to Dan for Nidoking. So I actually like this trade. I like it more for Phil. Um, I could be wrong, but I've just never really seen Marowak used in like a competitive um, environment. And it's, I guess, I mean, I guess it could be. I think it has access to the same, what's that, the item that a Lowland Marowak can use to, you know, double its HP. But um, but I think it's uh -huh. kind of slow. What's that? The thick club, maybe? Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So when, you, when they hold thick club, it's like a double um attack increase, pretty much. Right, right. So it can do that. So that's pretty sick. Um, but just looking at its stats here, um, it's you know it's base speed forty five, which I I think looking at the stats, it actually reminds me a lot of a lowland Marowak. Um, so I'm not exactly sure why I like a lowland Marowak better than I like regular Marowak. Maybe it's the typing, you know, the ghost fire, and the, as opposed to just the ground. Maybe that's it. But, um, but I don't know. Nido King has sheer force, um, and with that being the case, that's pretty nasty. So that's gonna is that gonna remove any secondary effects? And is it gonna one point five times the damage output, or is it gonna two times? I can't remember exactly. Um, I I think it's by like oh I think it's like one point three. The moves are increased by. 30%. I'm right, not sure. right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 1.3 um, prevents the extra effects. But I mean, that's fine, though. If you're hitting with, you know, uh, Flamethrower, Fire Blast, I think there's a chance to burn. So they're not going to burn, but they're going to be doing a lot more damage. Um, and then you look at moves like Sludge Wave or Sludge Bomb, I think there's a chance to poison. That's not going to poison anymore, but it's going to do big damage plus stab. So I like Middle King. It's, it's pretty fast. So you get some, you know, some. Tailwind setup or something along those lines, and it's going to be hitting fast. It's going to be hitting hard. So I actually like the move, but more for Phil, just because I like Nido King a little bit more than Marowak. So yeah, I'm not sure why the hell 
Dan wanted Merlock, to be <laughs> honest. That was a bit surprising, if I'm going to put it on. Wasn't he high on Littleton, too? Yeah, and I'm like, he had a, a Lowland Merrill earlier in the season. I don't know if he just... And he traded it to, I think, Zach at some point. Mm-hmm. I think Zach still, Zach still has it. So, 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 someone has my, my Marowak, and it's not <laughs> me, and it's pissing me off. But, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, like, what Dan's doing. Maybe he wants to try, like, a specific combo, or maybe he wants to trick But I'm like, none of the things on his team were, like, crazy slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Art is all off the top of my head is probably the slowest thing on his team. And I know that like Serena's not the fastest, but it's like I don't think it's like trick like slow. And right. I guess like maybe for pre Marina as well, but I'm like I don't know. I don't feel like it's really worth it to be honest. Especially since that Needle King was doing amazing for that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. And with Needle King. Oh mm-hmm. go ahead. No, go ahead, sorry, sorry. And like with Needle King, like it's the move pool is also super versatile. Like, think it's access. Like, well, like n- name another ground besides um, Nido Queen. Name another ground poison type that's fully evolved that can learn ice beam. Right, that's, right. Like what? That's super wild. Like, you know what I mean? Like flamethrower, earth power, just like a whole bunch of things. And I was like, I think it's like Thunderbolt as well. But I'm just thinking Thunder is one of the two. Yep, yep. And so that was that was surprising. Um, I do like to trade way more for Phil. To be honest, I do for that. Which you on the? Yeah, I mean that's kind of how I feel too. So it's kind of strange. Um, maybe looking at Dan's team, maybe he just wanted the lightning rod support for Primarina. Um, he picked up Moltres, so maybe he's kind of fearing you know electric type there too. Um, and maybe he wants to do some Disquake stuff, like you know. But I think Middle King learned Earthquake too, which I don't know if that's. I don't know. Just kind of strange. It could I could be wrong in saying that, but I don't know. I, I just I do like Nido King a little bit better than I like Marowak, but um, I mean Dan, he's got a plan, so he made the trade, and um, we'll see how it works out. Mhm. And then wrapping up weekend eight point five and transactions for that weekend, we have Simon trading Sil Valley to J Wade for Blastoise. And someone added a question mark at the end. That was not me. Um, I wonder why. This was a weird <laughs> trade. I don't know. Cause I, well, it, it wasn't weird. Like, so I guess to, for the outside looking in, but I know that Wade has been trying to trade Blastoise for a while. Um, I don't know why he chose Sil Valley. Because I love Sil Valley. But, you know what I mean? But I guess, you know, because... Like with Sil Valley, I definitely think it, it should have been a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, all six right. stats, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, things has access to party shot. When you EV the defenses and the HP, it's actually a really decent tank. It could be any type. So I mean, maybe which wants to party shot, you know, maybe just try some things out. Um, for Simon, I think Blasto is just cool. Yeah, it's just cool, you know, it's just, it's dope, you know what I mean? But, again, it's just cool, you know? Right. I think, you know, Whistle Valley is cool, too. No, I don't think this is, like, a team-breaking, you know, trade or, like, monumental trade. It's like, you know, it's okay. I don't think anyone's, like, a loser here. Right. No, I mean, I kind of feel the same way, because Blastoise, like, J-Wade had the tools to, you know, 
shell smash next to a rage powder Amoongus and get the plus two to a lot of stuff without taking probably not too much damage because there's not too many spread moves that are going to do big damage to Blastoise. But um, I'm not sure if he did that at all throughout the season, even though he had, you know, again, kind of the tools to do it. But that is kind of like a kind of a cheesy strat even though with the wider you're going to return you're going to lose the you know the negative aspect of shell smash so it actually isn't a bad move um but i, I mean i don't know so valley is pretty cool because you do have the tailwind you do have the parting shot you do have access to any type that you want to run so i mean it's a and its base stats are good too so again 100 across the board would be better but 95 across the board is not you know it's nothing to, to laugh at so so Valley's a good Pokemon too, um, but again, I, I'd say this is like a, a good transaction. Um, but that's uh, that's it. <laughs> those are, that's kind yeah, of all I think much. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. So those are all the transactions for the week. Those are the two trades for the week, and there's only three transfer weekends left. And let me just double check that. That sounds strange. So we have one between weeks nine and ten, between weeks ten and eleven, and then weeks. 11 and 12 so yeah i mean unless we decide to shake things up in, at all we only really have three more transaction weekends before the uh the playoffs start so just kind of start thinking about what you want your team to look like going into playoffs and uh and just know that we only have three more weekends to get it there so just a, a little you know tip for everybody listening jay anything else about the transactions uh -huh. before we go forward no i think you just hit the nose right on the header no. Wait, is that the expression? I'm honestly, you hit the nail on the head, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm using that before for some reason. It's so <laughs> off that time. But yeah, like, that's Jordan said. Um, the season's flying by. There's, we're probably going to be at the end before we know it. And I know that transactions uh, trades, especially, are starting to slow down. Mm -hmm. um, that's usually a theme, where it's like trades start off hot, cool down by weeks four and five, mid-season pops up, Starts to pick up, then by like week eight, week you know seven, week nine, things slow down, and then usually you know when people who aren't making playoffs are informed, that's when you know all the vultures and the hyenas. <laughs> if you know, you know, you right, know, right? Absolutely. Go and, and and they're like, oh well, you know, bro, I'll, I'll make you proud. You know, I'll use it. I'll use it to make you proud. Right. Show us up, but you know, again. For those still in the race, just know that if you really want to start to switch things up, you still have time to do so. But just don't wait too long because I don't want to say you're on a time limit, but once you make those final transactions, um, playoff people specifically, that's it. You're done. Your team will be locked in for playoffs, and that's the 12 you're going to be riding with for those weeks. So the playing week, if you're in the playing week, that's the team you're going to be using. If you have past playing week, into the into the quarters. That's the team you're using for the quarters. In the semis, same thing, all the way up to finals. So just be prepared, because once you make that drop, that final drop, that final trade, you cannot take it back. Like for me, like I guess I was lucky because the reach drop dropped Gengar. You know what I mean? So that's me kind of taking something back. We're guys, we're slowly winding down, so we're not going to be seeing any of that. But we usually have something big planned for the for the final weekend. The people who aren't making playoffs, their teams will be dropped to the wire. So that's, let me see, what is that, Jordan? That's 12 times 6, right? Um, What's 12 times 6? 4, 12 times I think. 12 times 4. 12 times 
two two players. Really? Actually, no, you're six. right. It's it's six. No, you're right. You're right. My bad. It's six. So let's say twelve times six is what like um seventy two. Seventy two. Right. Seventy two. Mm-hmm. So, so that's seventy two new Pokemon are gonna be added to that final wire. So that's just something to think about. Um, I'm not sure what Ian and Zach have planned, but they usually throw us you know a bit of a curveball towards the end. So. Yeah, just something to think about. Right, right. No, that's definitely um, a good point. That's what we did last year, and it worked out really well. And people uh, are going to start coming to you in your DMs talking about endorsements, and I'll make you proud. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't, don't take the bait. Everyone's just bring your, your best team to each week, uh, each match, and uh, and try to win um, as much as you can. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's it for transactions. That's all I can think of right now. And... I guess we can jump into week nine predictions. Jay, are you ready? Yeah, man. <laughs> this is the first time I've had I'm actually first for once in like the, the scheduled thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, first off, we got Steven. I'm Kid Sid, six and two against myself. Jay at four and four. I fix Steven almost every week, and he's pretty much proved me right every week. I'm debating if I should pick him this week, too, just to be safe. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But I got to go with myself, man. I do have a plan in mind. I do have a team with already set. I'm going to say what, what day is it? 12, 12.28 in the morning, Wednesday night. You know, Wednesday night morning, whatever. I do have a team already set. That is the six I'm going with. Hopefully, it's going to be a good match. You know, Steve has been on a roll. He's been on a nice winning streak. But... I'm gonna go with myself by two, just to be safe, because I don't think this is gonna be an easy match. But I do think that will fair amount of stuff that can put some good damage on him. I mean, that's that's fair. That's understandable. Um, I'm gonna look at the teams because I know this is gonna be a weather war, and I just want to take one last glance at the teams before picking. Oh, I don't know. Um. All right, so I think I see a few moves that you have to make going into this week. Um, and I'm going to pick, I know the situation that we're all in playoff-wise. You know, I know with the the last time you were in a position where you had to win, you won. So I think you are going to come out on top. I think this is going to be a really close match. So I'm actually going to go. I think this is pretty risky to say, but I think you're going to win by one only. I respect it. As, as long as, you know, a, a duck, he's a duck, you man. See, man. <laughs> he's been putting in work, man, with his uh, his stealth rocks and his toxics and his uh, trick rooms and all that shit. So hopefully <laughs> I stop, you know, all of that. But I was, this, this, I've been, this is probably like, I've had a rough season. Just for like, I feel like, you know, personally how I, like, says so my standards. Like, that loss to Justin really killed me because I was like, I know it could be Justin, I could be Stephen B, and I really needed those two wins out the gate because I know that my next couple weeks are not going to be a crazy walk in the park, and those are going to be like the ones that I really have to like sit down for. So I was like, damn, that really hurt. Right. But I'm like, these next couple weeks against Stephen, Ian, then I have Ty, and have you like to wrap it up, and I'm like, I'm still barely hanging on to like that third spot. It's going to be rough, man, but. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. <laughs> hey, I know? like it. I like it. No, you're right. So and and you've shown like your back was against the wall in that I think was it 
was it last week? No, it was the week before, right? That was against Stephen B. Or no, it was Stephen B. Last week, and I think that's yeah, when you said you had week. to win, yeah. That, and you came back yeah, and did that it. So. Was, yeah, man, that was a must win right there. Exactly. I, I cannot go below five hundred again. Right, right. No, you feel the pressure for sure when you are in that position. So I think you'll come out on top just because uh, I know you're going to go in prepared. You know, it's it's Wednesday morning at this point. You have a team, so I think you're gonna. You're going to go in, and not to take anything away from Steven. He's having a good, a really good season, but I feel like you're going to be prepared and ready to go. So I with, I'll go with you by one. Uh, don't let me down. Jay, I need these perfect calls. <laughs> Listen, man, I will, take, <laughs> I will take the time out just for you. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, all right, so the last, or the second match, excuse me, not the last one, but the next match is Ty versus Ian, so Ty at three and five. Um, looking to make playoffs, um, looking to get into the top five, and Ian, who is first in our conference, um, at six and two. So I actually think that Ian's going to come out on top in this one. I'm actually going to go with Ian by four, and I just feel uh-huh. like there's one Pokemon that Ty doesn't have a really great answer for, um, and I feel like that's going to, you know, Ian's definitely going to see that. He's definitely going to exploit that, and. Uh, and I think that's going to be, you know, tough for Ty to to work around. So I'm going to go with Ian by four. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I'm going to go with Ian by three, just to be safe. I feel like three has been, like, the really magic number of the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he's going to come on. on top as well. I'm going to go with Ian by three. Got you down. Next up, we have a very mouth-watering match. Oh, you know, just on paper. We got Mike at five and three going against Jordan. He'll see podcast host also at five and three. Now, Jordan, you know, I've been picking against you in these big matchups, and it's usually been you like proving me wrong. I feel like Mike's going to be very upset over <laughs> what happened this week. Let me, let, me, let me look at the teams. I mean, last week, let me, let me look at the teams. And it's hard because I'm, I'm on Excel, and you are and you guys are literally on the opposite ends of the sheet. Right, so I have to scroll back and forth. <laughs> right, so I have to keep going back and forth. <laughs> no, literally on opposite ends of it. Yep. Oh man, I'm gonna go with Mike by three, Jordan. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, looked, <laughs> I just looked at the teams. Have to go with Mike by three on this one. I'm sorry. That's just how it goes sometimes. Right, I right. do think you're going to put up a great fight. I do hope that you prove me wrong, but I do think Mike Book 3. I don't hope, actually. I, I don't want to see what I'm taking sides. I want to see, like, <laughs> I hope you no true. I just, I just want to see a good match from going from Mike Book 3. No, I mean, that's fair. Like, Mike's team is disgusting. We've talked about it for the last, like, nine, ten weeks. And, um, I mean, it's still just as disgusting now as it was all those weeks ago. So, Mike's got a good team. I know this is going to be a really tough match, so I'm going to prepare. You know, I'm going to try to to do something that, you know, he's not expecting because, Mike, you, you kind of like in my match against Reese, like if he's in a bad spot on off the lead, he's not going to, I don't know, he's going to try to get in a more advantageous position, uh, whether by switching, protecting, and maybe I can capitalize on some of that, gain some momentum early. So I don't know. I just I have a lot of, you know, prep to to do before the match on Thursday. And um, naturally, I'm going to go with myself, but I'm going to go with myself by two to uh, to just, you know, it's not going to be a blowout, that's for sure. So I'll go with myself by two. Got to stay confident in myself, so I will. 
Um, but it'll be fun. Both of us having five and three records. Um, Mike hates me because of the trade from a few seasons ago. <laughs> so it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> um, Zach, Zach at seven and one is going to be playing Stephen B at one and seven. Um, and I feel like Zach's going to come out on top just because his team is OP. And Stephen B is going to struggle a little bit just because he's been struggling these past few weeks. I mean, maybe he's going to come prepared, though. Maybe he looks at it and says, hey, I've got to, you know, slow down. I've got to really think of a good game plan because these last couples, like, couple game plans haven't worked as well. Um, so maybe he does bring it. But I'm going to go with Zach by, hmm, let's go with Zach by four. Nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm going with Zach by five. Ooh. I think Zach, uh... Is a mad scientist. I think he would be struggling. Um, I do feel like I was a bit more aggressive in our match. Could have had a higher plus plus minus. I feel like the paralysis on the Venus Wars would really stop me from like maxing that Urshifu and just just like going to town. But yeah, man, he's in a bit of a struggle, and I think Zach's like Zach's not a good matchup for him at all. Um, team wise, I I don't think it's gonna be. A pretty match. I'm sorry, Stephen B. So I'm going with Zach Blackfire. Got you down. Got you. Next up, we have Arista six and two against Dan at four and four. Dan's been struggling. Unfortunately, you know the the COVID loss to to Ty gave him the minus three, and then you know the poor showing against Jordan last week minus five. Um, I do think Dan's been struggling. Uh, he started off four now. Uh, so he's on a four-game losing streak now. He's at 500. I'm going to go for Reese, but I'm going to go for Reese by three. I do think Reese has the better team, and I think Reese is just locked in. He has the better mindset. I know Dan today was out asking people to practice, but Dan, this is the weird thing where he asks people to practice, and then he like leaves the chat. <laughs> people, <laughs> people agree to practice with him. I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's weird. But, yeah, I'm going for Reese by three. Okay, got you down. Um, all right, so just, I, oh my gosh, I want to, oh my gosh, Jay, how do I even say this? Because I, I want to say Arise because that's the smart pick, right? Mm-hmm. Because his team is nasty, because he's really, he's a really good trainer, or a really good competitor. He knows his th- he knows his stuff, and you really have to bring it. What am I doing? I was gonna try and talk myself into Dan, because I am gonna do it. I'm gonna go with Dan by one. I feel like Dan. I don't know why. I just Reese is the smart pick. By all accounts, he is the correct pick here. But something is telling me that Dan is going to come out on top by one, and I don't know what it is. And even looking at the teams, Dan's team is good. You know, his, his trade this past weekend was, you know, a little questionable. But um, I don't know what it is. I just feel like Dan's going to come out <laughs> on top by one. And uh, and I feel like that's my gutsy call of the week. <laughs> Dan, do not let me down, please. Don't let me down, Dan, please. I like it, I like it. Um, But yeah, something's telling me Dan by one. So I'm going to go ahead and go with my gut. Again, it's it's strange, but uh, but we're going to go with that. All right, so the next match is Brian at 3-5 and five versus Simon at 0-8. and eight. Simon is still looking for his first win, and Brian is looking for, you know, he's looking to try and get into the playoffs at this point. He's outside right now looking in, and a, a win could really help his chances. But 
Do I make two gutsy calls in a row and go Simon by two? Ooh. Yes, I do. I'm going with Simon by two. <laughs> you know what Simon by two for real? Mm-hmm. I think Simon's going to come out on top. I think this is, this is it. This is his first win. <laughs> this is the one? This is it. This is the one. Hey, let me take a look at these teams. <laughs> and Simon's the team is, is, is good, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. Brian, he just he does come out and win these matches every once in a while. That are just like, okay. And uh, he did it to me last week, so maybe he does it again. But um, I'm going with Simon Batu. I think this is it. Do I trust Brian? Do <laughs> 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 I trust Brian? Is what he like lose? I don't know, man. Like, who? Jay, what you think? I'm going with Simon by two. No, I'm going to match you because I just want to be safe. And if Simon listens to the coaches or the coaching that he's getting from certain people, then I feel like he's going to do great. But he has to play it smart. He cannot leave certain things on Brendan's side to just go, you know, just chilling there. Because that's the thing in our, in our matches that he left um, I think Reuniclus there for too long and ended up killing him. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Then just like, just make sure his moves are correct again. The expanding force on the Cresselia would would have probably, I don't want to say he would have beat Zach, but it would have helped him a great deal right. in that matchup. Right, so right. I'm going seven by two. Okay. I really hope I'm not <laughs> that we're not wrong on this. I really hope. No, it's a good call. I like it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was copy Joe or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so we got Jay Wade at four and four against Brendan at three and five. Jay Wade is hanging on for that fifth spot, hanging on for his life. Brendan is trying to catch up to myself, Dan, Phil. Um, he has won three straight. Start off one and five. He has won three straight. Unfortunately, I do think that the winning streak comes to an end here. Um, I know that he's been laughing, but I don't think I don't think Jay Wade's one of those people that you can predict. I feel like he's he always has something planned, and I feel like he's gonna come out strong. And I think when Jay Wade's in the battle, he thinking I think he knows what he's doing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm going with Jay Wade by three. Okay, I've got you down. Um, and yeah, I like. I don't know. I like Jay Wade's team. And one of the reasons I like Jay Wade's team is because it has last season's MVP on it. Like, he has LeBron James <laughs> on his team. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. G Max Lapras is really nasty. And you have to plan accordingly. So, naturally, Brendan's going to bring Brick Break. He's going to bring Psychic Fangs. He's going to bring moves that can, you know, get rid of Aurora Veil, naturally. But the problem is when you're doing that, you're using Psychic Fangs to attack into something that's probably not weak to Psychic, you know? You're bringing Brick Break to something, like if you Brick Break into Lapras, you're likely going to set off a weakness policy, which I used so much last season. So it's like, and it's not really, like, it's not like Brick Break has 140 base power, you know what I mean? It's probably like 55 or something like that. So you're doing these moves that aren't doing as much damage as, you know, a close combat or a, I don't know, uh, a zen headbutt i don't know why you'd bring that but you're using moves that are a little bit weaker just to nullify the effect of aurora veil which you kind of have to do because if you just let aurora veil sit it's you might lose the match just because you you choose to ignore it so 
I don't know. Lapras is just really sick. Jay Wade's going to bring it. Jay Wade's going to Dynamax it, and you have to plan accordingly. Um, now, Brendan does have a team that can do it, so a team that can deal with it. Um, he's got a lot of uh, of rock. He, he's got some fighting, some electric, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't know. I can't bet against Lapras. I'm going to go... Actually... No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Jay Wade. <laughs> I thought about it and I was like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's like betting. That's like betting against LeBron James. That's like never bet against LeBron James. And um, why you betting against your student like that, bro? That's foul. Well, that, that's the thing. And Brendan, I, it's nothing personal. You know what I mean? And we've actually play tested just a little bit. Um, not like uh too much, but um, but Lapras is Lapras, bro. Lapras is nasty. Funny. <laughs> oh my god well listen so listen i'll share this this will be a podcast exclusive oh, man. this will be a, a podcast exclusive brendan's got some ideas I, I will say that um and if he can pull it out <laughs> jay you laughing's not helping brendan's got some ideas and if he can make it work, it'll be a close match. But I don't want to bet against Lapras. I like Lapras too much. Um, and Jay Wade's, oh, Jay Wade's like a, he's nasty too. So I'm going to say Jay Wade by one. I'm going to go by one. <laughs> Jay, you're laughing. He's not helping. <laughs> I just thought he switched up so fast. I was <laughs> not expecting that. Oh, man. I'm literally in tears right now. No, it was... Up. I did. Do, oh, man. What's funny too is I felt like I was doing a lot of talking too. Um, wait, did I say Jay Wade by one? I think I said by one, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah, go Jay Wade by one. one. So, yeah, I just I rambled, oh. on, rambled on a little bit there um, to ultimately go with you know that pick, but uh, but it's Lapras, man. It's it's G Max Lapras. G Max Lapras is flames. Um. So yeah, Jay Wade by one. And <laughs> let's wrap up the week um, with Justin at three and five versus Phil at four and four. Good match here. Phil is going to be sleepy um, because he just became a father. Oh, no. <laughs> he just Not became like a this. father. And um, I feel like it's going to impact his gameplay. I mean, I had my daughter was born. Our first daughter was born week one of season one. So it's uh-huh. like, you have to, you know, you're learning how to be a dad at the same time you're trying to prep. It's not going to happen. Um, I can tell you from experience. So I'm actually going to go with Justin by two. Justin by two here. This is actually a weather war, so it'll be fun to see how this plays out. But I'm going to go Justin by two. I'm going to go with Phil by two because I really want to see this buzzwall body slam that and Snorlax. I'm being completely <laughs> honest. I, re- I really hope we see... Oh, this match is going to be recorded. But I really right. want to hear that this Buzzwall did like... Oh, what's that move? Um, seismic toss. You know, where it goes <laughs> up and just drops down. It's like a German suplex <laughs> on the Snorlax. But no, I'm going to go fill by two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think... You know, I lost Justin, I'll be honest. But I want to say... I want to say I got outplayed. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, I give guess. Props, you know, give some props. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give him some props. I guess, but and I, he didn't look good against Steven to me. That's just like another thing. 
at least to me, I just felt like Steven had to control that match from the time it started. I do think um, Phil's threats under his specific weather are a bit more dangerous than Justin's. And when I say that, I mean Nine Tails and Lilligan. That's really all he has right. for the sun. But, I mean, you know, with sun, he could also, like, decrease power of water moves, too. Snorlax is always a problem. Um, what's it called? Um, Talonflame's also been really good for him as well. I think Lycanroc has been good for him. And, yeah, man, this should be a really good match. I wish it was recorded. I'm going with Phil by two. I think, uh, I think he's going to get a bit of boost from the baby. I think he'll uh, come out strong. <laughs> No, that's true. I mean, that's fair. I think it'll be a good one. Um, it'll be fun to hear, you know, the stories about it. But I think Phil's going to be too tired to tell us the stories, if I'm being completely honest. It's it's tough, man. Having the baby, uh, you're learning a lot of new stuff. So it's going to be a, it's gonna be tough. But it, it's it's going to be funny. Congrats again, Phil. That's really awesome. Congratulations, um, Phil, once again. But that is the week. That's week nine, man. This is going to be an interesting one because we actually differed in opinion on one, two. A fair amount this time, I feel like. Three, yeah, three. I mean, three is not three out of eight. It's actually still, I mean, that's a, that's a difference of opinion. Three matches. So mm-hmm. it's going to be fun to see who comes out on top in those three um, and if we can get any perfect calls out of the week. So this should be a fun one to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder that this is the second to last week of conference play. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, Armor Guys, this would go a really long way if we all <laughs> picked up a W. <laughs> you know, I'm mean, going to be included. Don't lose hope, guys. Right, um, right. But, yeah. No, That's pretty much sure. it. I mean, this yeah, is... man, this, uh, oh. these next four weeks, I'm sorry, I'm Jordan, no, that's that's four weeks for the playoff race are about to be really crazy. Jordan, I'm calling it now. Um, remember this at 12:48 a.m. on Wednesday, March 31st. Me, you're, me, you are either going to be facing in the play-in or we're going to be facing in, in two out of three. Because me and you have been right there the entire time, just right next to each other. Right, right. That's what I think is going to happen. So tell Indeed and Hatterene to get ready. I'm going to punch them in the face. <laughs> Ow, one time. Right, right. Well, no, I think you are right. I think we are going to end up playing, whether it be in the you know the play-in round, meaning we both get the, the four and five seed, or whether it be in the first round of the best of three, meaning we get the second and third seed. I do think that that is likely. Um so it'll be fun. It's going to be the Battle of the Jays. And, you know, we never got to play in, in what's that, season two, unfortunately. So um, that was supposed yeah, to be the man, Battle of the Jays back then. I would have clapped you, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I, don't, I don't even remember the team I had, to be honest. Yeah. I, I know there's a season two spreadsheets out there. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I had, that was my Trick Room season. That was when I fully committed to Trick Room. I had Porygon 2. I think I had, what's what's Spoink evolving to? The pig, Grumpig? That's like, yeah, that's probably one of my least favorite Pokemon, but it has Trick Room and I had it, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't like its design. It's just a little chunky pig. I'm not a, not a huge fan. But I do have a shiny one, though, so that's cool. Um, nice. But yeah, that was, supposed to, that was supposed to be Battle of the Jays, man. Maybe we get it this season. Maybe we get it a few seasons late. Mm-hmm. But I'm hyped. Uh, regardless of what happens these next four weeks, I'm super hyped for everybody. We made it nine weeks, and um, let's just make it these last few, finish up the season strong, 
And I guess that's it, Jay. Anything else before we roll out? Yeah, man. Just, you know, one last thing. You know, I didn't do it at all this podcast. I guess I'll do it now. Hit the socials, man. You know, all the platforms, all that fun stuff. If you're on Spotify, you know, hit follow us. You get an alert every time you open the app and a new episode comes out. Um, for those of you on Anchor, stay on Anchor, I guess. I don't know how Anchor <laughs> works. You know, just stay on Anchor. Have fun with that. You know, uh, stream twitch.tv slash Murtime Media, twitch.tv slash Jada Homie for Jordan's content whenever he decides to actually turn turn his damn stream on. <laughs> um, follow the, follow the YouTube, youtube.com, um, Murtime Media. For, if you miss a stream, you can find the replay there. If you're not a fan of Twitch, twitch.tv that youtube.com slash j the homie jordan uploads all his live reactions to his battles when he has them real time you get his full un unedited right unedited reactions um one of my favorite reactions was when um what did you do oh you you max flared and right it's (laughs) set up sun it stopped nine tails from setting up veil and you got really happy bro i was like I was so hyped, hyped. but yes, they are fun to watch back too because you know it's just it's my real reaction in the midst of the battle. That's exactly what you're watching. So unedited and just uh, just fun, just uh, exciting to see. So yes, be sure to follow us on you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening on. Anchor, do whatever you do on Anchor. I'm not exactly sure there either. Um, but yeah, it's um, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitch, uh, we stream every every Sunday night, all these weeks, all these battles, it's fun, um, at Murasame Media on Twitch, and um, yeah, it's just a blast. So Jay, thank you again for coming on, and uh, anytime, anytime. Yeah, this is your week nine podcast, and we are out. We'll catch everyone in chat. You guys have a good week. Peace. Peace.